Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Dirt Radio. Organic. Friends of the Earth. Activism. Underground. Political action. Necessary. Wind farms. Indigenous struggles. Land rights. Anti-nuclear. Nanotechnology. Climate change. Coal barons. Mining magnates. Activists. Educating. Communities. Transforming. Communities. Mobilising a sustainable planet. Get involved now. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Friends of the Earth. Dirt Radio. Hello and good morning. You're on Dirt Radio with Colin, your favorite French activist back. So we are broadcasting live from 3CR Studio in Collingwood. Dirt Radio is a show sponsored by Friends of the Earth, Melbourne. So you can check us out at www.fo.org.au and special Happy New Year to you all. So today we will chat about environment, about coal, past and future and goals for 2016. A lot is going on at the moment. Blockades in East Gippsland are holding strong regarding forests, protecting the forest over there, thanks from Gecko. Invasion Day is getting ready to flood the Melbourne Street tomorrow morning. Fracking inquiry is almost done and Quit Call is organizing a rally the 9th of February. Also, Bat Attack, the return, is taking place place to protect the Lurt State Forest on the 13th of February and many more. But to start, I got Laura, Laura from Quit Call on the phone. So I reckon you remember that Quit Call is a main campaign from Friends of the Earth. You have been known and respected after spe- spectacular actions all around Victoria against coal. Now, you're fighting for a ban on coal seam gas in Victoria. Hi, Laura. How are you here? Hi, Colin. Thanks. Yeah. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you. Trying to fall back asleep after at four o'clock in the morning after my baby was crying a bit. Oh, dear. Gustav. But all good. <laughs> so, please, could you tell us all about Quit Call? What are the big moments of last year? Sure. Uh, so, Quick Coal, we're a, uh, a collective of people who are really passionate um, about uh, trying to, I guess, get our world off fossil fuels. And um, as you mentioned, for Quick Coal, we're quite focused on the state of Victoria. This is most of us uh, live there, live there, although some of us move around a little bit. Um, and so, our goal has really been to prevent any new um, onshore coal or gas um, developments from um, from starting in Victoria. Uh, and so, as you've mentioned, um, we've been really fighting against unconventional gas mining from being allowed to start in the state of Victoria. Um, or, and a lot of people, I guess, would think of fracking when they when they think of unconventional gas. Um, and so, Victoria is one of the few states in Australia, I guess, where this this type of mining hasn't taken off, and we're really fighting to keep it that way. Why? Why didn't start? To, to take off like uh, Queensland or New South Wales? Mm, I think in certain ways we were a little bit fortunate that it started in those states first and we had the opportunity to learn about 
just how terrible it was for communities up there and so it's very unfortunate for them. There was, it, I think the industry took those, well they certainly took communities by surprise up there and they learned the hard way um, about just how invasive it was in their communities, um, how disruptive um, and, and the risks that happen in terms of risks for contamination in their water, um, risk to their health, their land and their water security. So um, many of them were really brave and they, and they stood up um, to fight against that and we were lucky to hear from their stories and, and start that fight here before any of the um, exploratory um, permits had, had started to be acted upon. And so this is a fight that we've um, actually had going for probably about four years or so in Victoria. Oh, beautiful. So, and Lock the Gate, um, Quit Call is behind Lock the Gate campaign? Uh, yeah, we've been using the Lock the Gate, um, um, I guess, how would you say, this, the strategy of community right. building um, and helping um, particularly rural communities. So it seems to be the places in Victoria where um, there are licences and so there is a very large part of Victoria which is under a potential licence um, in Gippsland, in um, particularly eastern Gippsland, as well as a lot of western Victoria. And a lot of these sit over rural um, farming communities. Um, and so... Um, yeah, and so um, we've been really working on a strategy that really helps those um, rural communities mobilise themselves and, and stand up and say, no, we are going to lock the gate to these invasive industries and say, no, you have no social licence to operate here. How many communities already locked the, the gate in Victoria? Currently we're sitting at, I uh, think we've just hit 90 communities. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's a really amazing process where, um, you know, you, have, you start with a few passionate people who have heard about the fact that there's a licence sitting over them. Many of them don't even realise it at first. And so what happens is um, they work together to um, knock on the door of everyone that lives in their community and ask them the question, would you like your community to be um, coal and gas free, yes or no? Um, so it's a very simple question um, and it's a process through which there are a lot of conversations are obviously had around um, the risks that are held there, um, what it can mean when these industries come into the community. And, uh, yeah, so what we find is that on, I think about an average of 96% of towns, uh, so when they survey everyone in their community, they're getting about an average of 96% saying we want to be coal and gas free. So it's a this very strong referendum, I suppose. How do the politics respond to this lobbying? Mm-hmm. So um, the politicians have been, I think, a little bit surprised at... Um, just how such a grassroots movement can really reach a lot of people. Um, and um, I think the the social democracy of it has been very, very powerful. So it, the reason this fight has happened for four years is that uh, the, initially the gov- government was not listening and this is a state government licence driven. Um, and so the state government wasn't listening and what happened was it became a very big election issue through which many of the... Um, Many, many politicians actually lost their seats as a result of not listening. And so mm. what happened was the government responded by putting a temporary moratorium in place. Um, so that was one of the early wins of the campaign was to... Um, because exploration was imminent, it was about to happen, and the community uproar was really quite loud in the timing of an election. So what happened was the, the government said, OK, um, we're hearing... <laughs> 
finally that there's a lot of community concern. We're going to put any exploration on hold until we've uh, done some community consultation. And so the Bailey, I think the Bailey government um, did a, 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 a consultation, I guess, that we weren't, we didn't think was very extensive. And again, um, rural communities were fairly angry about it and uh, that government continued to lose seats in elections. Yeah. And so what happened was the power of the campaign really pushed the incoming Labor government to take it that a lot more seriously and to have a much more extensive public um, committee inquiry, which happened um, during the last year. So a lot of our time last year was really focused on um, rallying people to put in their submissions to the inquiry. It was a public inquiry, so everybody was able to put in their submissions. Mm-hmm. And um, and there were a lot of public hearings as well. So we had people from our campaign who went in and spoke to the committee members. Um, so this is a um, Victorian Upper House Committee inquiry, and it was made up of members from a whole mix of parties and a mix of metropolitan and country regions as well. Um, How's the response to this inquiry How has the response been? Yeah. So that was a really big moment for us um, very late last year. So just before um, Parliament finished sitting, they released their report. Um, and I think it was it was a bit of a mixed report, but quite heartening for us. So um, of the, the members who were in that committee, there were two um, members from the Labor Party, which of course is the, is the party that's sitting in power at the moment, who um, recommended a permanent ban which was really wonderful. So they really heard that um, the, the community opposition was extensive um, and they didn't believe... And that the um, I guess the public appetite was for renewable energies as well, so they didn't feel that it would be a valuable way to spend the public money to try to get regu- all regulatory um, issues in place uh, for exploration and production to proceed. Mm-hmm. So that was really good. And um, the Greens member and also a member from the Shooter and Fisher Party also um, were sitting that way. Yeah. Um, who were recommending a ban. We did have one Labor member who didn't feel the same way. Um, yes. And, of course, the Liberal opposition felt differently as well. They just wanted to go with a five-year extension. So it was a, they didn't reach a unanimous decision. So what happens is that now it really sits with the Andrews government and particularly Daniel Andrews, I think, to decide uh, what he wants to do. And you are organising a rally in, uh, within two weeks. Uh, yes. What is rally about? Yes. So what we'll be doing is meeting on the steps of Parliament on Tuesday, February the 9th. And that's the first sitting day of Parliament. So um, what we're also doing is coming together with one of our sister campaigns with Friends of the Earth from uh, Yes to Renewables. Yes. So while we've been working really hard um, to prevent new fossil fuel developments from happening in Victoria, our sister campaign, Yes to Renewables, they've been working really, really hard to... Um, to change policy in the state of Victoria that's going to make it um, much easier for renewable energy alternatives to actually be able to operate in the state. They've been doing a fantastic job, um, you know, undoing some of the really draconian wind law 
um, you know, laws and so on that we had in the state. And what they're doing is they're pushing for a renewable and a Victorian renewable energy target, a really ambitious one. So um, the government, Andrew's government, look like they're going to make decisions on unconventional gas and whether they're going to allow that to go ahead. Are they going to extend the current moratorium for a while? We're asking them to ban it outright. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, they're getting ready to decide uh, Victoria's renewable energy targets for um, 2020 and 2025. And so what we're going to do is for our rally on Parliament, we want to be there on the very first day of sitting to make a really clear message to the Andrews government that community expect decisions on, on these issues really soon. We, we need to know now. It's, it's no good having this uncertainty hanging over our heads. Yes, sure. So we'll be there to say we want a ban and we want really ambitious renewable energy targets. Could we could we come along to help you to paint banners for this rally? Absolutely, that would be wonderful. So um, we actually are having a banner painting day painting day uh, next Sunday coming Perfect. up the thirty first. Mm -hmm. So from twelve o'clock at Friends of the Earth, we're on Smith Street in Collingwood. Um, everyone is welcome. We have all the materials and so on. Um, so just all you need to do is show up and you can help us paint. You can uh, create a placard that has um, your own message on it. That would be wonderful. And then on the 9th of February, um, we would love to have everyone join us from 11.30 on the steps. It'll be a quick lunchtime rally. We'll have all of our banners and so on. We'll have a few people speaking. We'll be making it loud and clear to everyone inside in Parliament that we want a decision now. And that's a really important decision for the future of, of Victoria and Victorians. Yeah, that's right. So, um, so you know, it's, it's to protect our food bowl, our water security and our environment, of course. Totally. Uh, tricky question. Do you reckon quit coal will stay focused on coal seam gas in 2016 mm. or you're going to start another campaign? Well, uh, that's a really good question. I think we are feeling really optimistic um, around getting a great outcome very soon this year in relation to coal seam gas. And so right now we're actually talking about what we might look to next. I think um, an, a new major campaign is certainly uh, <laughs> in the wings and we would love anyone who's interested in this sort of work to come and join us while we talk about what the options are. So um, there's a few things we have on the plate. Uh, we've been doing quite a bit of work with our friends in the Latrobe Valley to start talking about getting a, trust, a just transition yes. for the Latrobe Valley away from, uh, away from coal and fossil fuels and, and what, what would it mean for a, a just change for the people who've been providing our power in the state of Victoria for such a long time and, and they live with the worst health effects as a result of living so close by mm -hmm. and um, the, the mine fire inquiry certainly showed the, you know, the extent to which that can go. So we, we've been doing a bit of work um, with them and, and looking at how we can support them. Um, and we also um, have been keeping our eye on new, some new coal licences which were uh, issued last year by the state government and we, we think that we're going to be able to <laughs> uh, overturn those but that might be something that we, we spend a lot more time focusing on or we might even look to how we support our friends interstate where there is obviously... Uh, quite a number of um, coal and gas developments, which yeah, are quite alarming. Huge around New South Wales. Where could we uh, get more info about you guys? <laughs> um, so we have a website, which is um, quickcoal.org.au, um, and so there's a, a button there, obviously, where you can contact us, you can join us and ask for more information, or we meet every Wednesday night at Friends of the Earth at 6pm. Um, and everybody is welcome. You know, we all share a little bit of food together and uh, catch up on where we're at with our campaigning and, and plan what we're going to do next.
Thank you very much, Laura. No have, have a great week and see you around and about at Friends of the Earth. <laughs> Thanks. You too, Colin. See ya. See ya. And uh, now it's time for a short break, but we'll be back, so stay tuned. Australia's a crime scene. It's a criminal nation. A crime scene. A crime scene investigation. This is a call out to all you mob in Melbourne to come down and join us for Invasion Day, 26th of January, to join warriors of the Aboriginal resistance and the Melbourne Koori community to mourn the genocide that has occurred in this country. The main rally will be at 11.30. Steps of Parliament, be there sharp, will be marching through the city. Bring your flags, your banners and your loud voices. listening to 3CR Community Radio.
And we love Get Up Stand Up by Bob Marley here on 3CR. You're back on Dirt Radio, show sponsored by Friends of the Earth. And you're with Colin until 11am. How to make trouble and influence people. Pranks, protests, graffiti and political mischief making from across Australia. This amazing book is available in every good bookstore in Melbourne and especially at Four Food Co-op. I was having fun yesterday reading some of small articles at home about the resistance and protest in Australia. And I thought, yeah, why not sharing one or two articles randomly picked along the 200 years of resistance you had in your country? So if you don't mind, we'll start this weekly habit by an article just picked from something happened in 1843 in southern Queensland. Aboriginal clans cut off all communication between squatters in the Darling Downs and Morton Bay by blocking the main road from Hipswich with a barricade of timber and upturned drays. When a British commander is sent in to break up the blockade, he finds the opposition tougher than expected, with guerrilla attacks continuing for the next three years. That's what I call a blockade camp. Three years of attack. So that was in 1843. Uh, I got another one. 1874 in South Australia. They had strikes at Wularu and Munta Mines. And they see women armed with brooms chase off scabs, occupying the pits and shut down production. That's also like amazing Amazing impact of how women all around centuries, they've been fighting along with protesters. Let's have another new one, a local one. So a little bit later, in 1892, in Melbourne, I don't, I don't think you, you remember the Andred's Bookery. That was an anarchist center that includes a library, a coffee shop, and a vegetarian restaurant. It defies local laws. Because Victorians are and Victorians area values and the social control of women's reproductive rights by making contraception and information about birth control available to its customers. That was in Melbourne in 1892. We haven't created anything much new since, isn't it? So, Dirt Radio, if you know, it's also on Facebook. So if you pass by... You can stop and say hi, and we'll read the best comments. And also, if you want to write something about like a camp, a blockade, a campaign, we would love to be able to hear from you, even some music. Don't hesitate to drop some music so we'll be able to, uh, to play it online. What's happening for the coming events? So don't forget to come and to support us at the Court Support for Climate Heroes. So this is on Friday, this Friday at 9.30 a.m. at the Magistrate Court in Melbourne. Me and a group of activists locked on last year's at AGL building on Spencer Street. So they were fracking Gloucester, the little town in New South Wales, and they were destroying the whole community. So if you don't have a D-lock and you can still ma change the company or you can push your mates to do so. After act up and bat attack, here is the bat's return. 
So from the 30th of February until the 26th of Feb at Molds Creek. You can join the forest blockade for two weeks to stop White Heaven destroying another huge part of the Lurt State Forest to dig some very dirty coal. To get in touch, you can go on the Facebook or FLAC Facebook. FLAC is for Frontline Action on Coal. They are all around the country. They're doing an amazing job to resist to resist coal and to, to hold blockades. So go on the Facebook and trying to organize yourself to go to the bat return. That's going to be a lot of fun. By the way, we'll see you tomorrow on the steps of the parliament. It's going to be 11.30 a.m. for Invasion Day to support and work together for recognition. That's it for Dirt Radio for another week. We're here next Monday, same place, same time. Don't forget that Dirt Radio is affiliated with Friends of Geos Melbourne, so you can go to the website on www.fo.org.au and support our kick-ass campaign with a donation. Stay with Swissiar now for Black Block, coming right up. And now we're going to wrap up the show as listening something a little bit pumping. It's called Shut Down in Flames by Akadaka. Bye-bye. <laughs>